little girls. This seems to say. Do you? Do you? But Robert Ford would only lay on the floor and look at the ceiling, the light going out of his eyes, before he could find the right words. What you think I'm okay then. Okay then. Okay then. Whatever are you doing? Hello and welcome to Spoilerama. I'm Mick Jordan. And I'm Marina Gorski. And this week we are going to talk about Incredibles 2. You've been waiting a long time for this, Marina. I have actually, yeah. 14 years. <laughs> yeah. Well, not 14 years for you. It's hardly... Did you see it when it came out? Yeah, one? yeah. When you were nine? Yeah. And it's been a favourite ever since. Yeah, I bought my Aunt Lucy, God bless her soul, she's passed now. But um, she used to give me every birthday, I used to get 50 quid from her. And in Brazil, DVDs, at least at that time, I don't know now, used to be expensive. Mm-hmm. Normally, they used to cost 49.90. Oh, my God. Yeah. So... Um, <laughs> No, forty five ninety. Because I remember going in and that was what I saved my money for, for the film that I liked to go and buy it. And and then at the like after I'd get four ten great maths <laughs> as change and I'd buy sweets then. Um Sweeties. Sweeties, yes. And I remember That's our code my for. first film that I did that was Madagascar and then The Incredibles and I, and I remember I watched them, I'd say, at least three times a day. Okay. but that, I was well, I mean, obsessed with The Incredibles. And how old were you at this stage? Like, you were nine when it came out? Was this... Oh, yeah. It was as soon as the DVD came out, I bought Which it. Which would have been a year later. Yeah, so 10 years old, probably. Okay. And I'm I... used to very young children watching videos every single day. Yeah. My cousin's daughter... This is why she loves Mary Poppins, because she loves the songs. And yeah. she watches it all the time, just to sing the songs. But she's five at the time this is ten well that's fine if you enjoyed it yeah how I used to and you've been watching it repeatedly ever since no no after we moved to another state in Brazil I kind of stopped because I grew older a bit and after you go into kind of sixth grade I don't know what Um, year that is is 12 okay that's probably about second, third class or something like that. Yeah. Um, are you just get into the, that's not what cool kids do <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> so then you just don't watch these anymore. I used to watch, I although I used to watch Disney Channel all day. Yeah, good times. I think I'm going to do that okay. today. <laughs> There's a tear. Oh yeah. God, I missed that. <laughs> no, but I no. stopped afterwards. But you've been watching The Incredibles on and off since. Well, yeah, I've seen it since. Yeah. Anyway. And because I saw it for the first time the night before I saw Incredibles 2. Okay. <laughs> I've never seen it before. What do you think of Incredibles 1 then? Loved it. Yeah. But, and this is what I thought about. But I, I loved it the way I expected to love it. Like it wasn't any surprises. It was just very yeah. funny, very enjoyable. And the second one I thought was pretty much the same. Like it was a direct yeah. follow on. You could have just watched the two of them straight. Straight away. Yeah. Film. Yeah. And work like it's no better, no worse, which is great. Yeah. I mean, that's what you want because so many times they're diminishing returns. Did you feel that? Oh, I loved it. Well, particularly since you, the first one is so in your brain. You're so aware of it, everything about it. Yeah. That the second one, you've had 14 years to prepare for this. 
Well, yeah, so. like the, I remember f- when it finished. I remember actually when um, the first one came out, there was a very famous Pixar short before. Oh, right. And it was, I think th- it was the one with the birds that became very famous. I think it was that one. And I remember there was another one. I remember on the DVD, actually, they had then a selection of shorts as well as an extra feature. Okay. And one of them was a sheep, I think Sean or something. Right. It wasn't Sean the sheep as no, in the Irish one, but it was it was a sheep called Sean, I think. I have that in my brain. I have to look into that. Someone's going to correct me on this. And um, I can't even remember what I was talking about. Anyway, oh, yeah. <laughs> so the, the ending of the first one, you knew immediately there was going to be a sequel okay. to it. And I just, every year I was like, when is it coming out? When is it coming out? Yeah, Same like thing with Finding years. Nemo. Same thing with Finding Nemo. We were expecting a sequel and it just took ages. Now I can imagine these things take, take ages. Like obviously they want to make other films in between mm. and then do this and it takes a while to do animation. But um, it was just the way they could, I was so happy they continued from the point oh, yeah. it stopped. Well, particularly with the baby. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking, that when I was watching the first one, I said, if it's 14 years later, that baby's grown, all the kids have grown up. Yeah. You know, if you don't want that. Yeah. And But I think that the main reason there wouldn't have been, so is because they just don't generally do sequels. They've done the Toy Stories. Yeah. They've only now done Cars 2 or whatever, but they're always wanting to do something new. I think Pixar has done sequels. Oh, they have. But I mean, that's what I'm saying is, but they don't do many. Like, I mean, they've got films like WALL-E up all these major ones and the Incredibles up until now had no sequel. Whereas the main reason they held out is because the director, like Brad Bird, it's entirely his project. Um, and he said he wanted to wait until they had the perfect script as he thought. They weren't going to just rush one out because they yeah. made it years ago. And made oh, a yeah. Huge amount yeah. But they waited. Until oh, they're, they're going to make a huge amount of money with this one. It's most successful. Yeah, because even the amount of adults that went... Probably because they saw the film 14 yeah, years ago as a kid. Actually, yeah, yeah. That's a good cash into it. And the amount of them going in, like John couldn't wait for this film to come out. Right. Yeah, and I couldn't either. So like, I, there was there were kids, but there was uh, there, I think there were more adults. Well, what time than did you kids. go see? Well, we went at eight yesterday. Eight nights. Yeah. Yeah. But well, like yeah, it was it's the, it's the adult time. Yeah, I think it was sold out. So like it was packed the, in right. audience to Lorgan, and it was <laughs> packed out. Well, Thirteen seventy five. The ticket. Yeah, audience far too dear. But we got that. We got the deal with three plus. If three wants to sponsor us, we'd be uh, we welcome it. <laughs> I'd like to be sponsored I by use, cinema. I use three plus to go to the cinema all the time because you get two right. two that, tickets for ten euro with three. Did you get two tickets for ten euro? Yeah. On this? Oh my god! Well, that's only with audience. From Sunday to Thursday. No, with IMC as well. Okay. Well, in the Diamond in Navin, <laughs> where I went on Friday afternoon at 12, it was 10 euro for the film and popcorn and drink. Well done. So, and it was 3.50. And today in Dundrum, whoever right. <laughs> sponsor us, give us money. <laughs> no, they, they needn't bother. Yeah. <laughs> they keep mentioning cinemas. Why give them any money? They'll start mentioning only one if we do that. <laughs> I went to see it at 12 midday on Friday and I was actually concerned. I was thinking the night before, I said, there'd be no one there. Like, it was still the heat wave. Yeah. And early afternoon and I forgot school holidays and I walked in and you know, it was packed with yeah. kids. Like, just a huge bit. And it was so <laughs> Imagine funny. Mick going in with his popcorn drink to the Incredibles. Man, <laughs> and old man on his own walking in with a bag of popcorn and a Coke <laughs> and had to sit right up the front as well because it was so full. 
But what was really funny was you just as soon as you walked in the door, just this noise. <laughs> you know, noise of because kids, like a playground, yeah, yeah. just constant noise. And I was loving it. I was just like, this is actually funny. <laughs> but again, I'd say it happened to me before again in time in Avon. There was obviously a school outing of some sort or a big group. Outing yeah, yeah. Because there was someone in charge of a lot of them. And I heard her. Oh, say, yeah. I heard her just shouting and says, now, no throwing popcorn. No, no. David, I can see you. <laughs> I said, oh, this is bliss. <laughs> uh, but one thing I felt a bit bad about was there was a father and son sitting in front of me. I'd say he was about five, the son or whatever. And they weren't too far away from me. Like, I, they could, we were in each other's eye line if we yeah. take a look. And every now and then again, the kid was getting excited about things. And the father was quieting him down, looking in my direction and quieting him down. And I was dying to say, it's all right. Like, he was obviously yeah. saying, no, don't. Don't, don't make noise you'll upset the other patrons I said there's a racket going on behind uh, I don't yeah. care like it's the, it's the sort of film you expect noise that yeah. adds to the atmosphere yeah. and I felt like you can't go over and talk to no it's alright your child can do what he likes who the fuck are you, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like this. are you here on your own <laughs> now language so, make okay I will delete that because yeah it is a kids film I might have kids listening to it but back to the film I doubt so, kids listen to our podcast I mean, they won't now <laughs> they yeah. won't be allowed <laughs> Um, but back to the film I really enjoyed it oh it was hilarious I loved it and it's funny for kids it's not like adult humour thrown in or anything like that oh there is a bit there is especially the whole role changing with the mother being but that's that's not I mean that's That's very geared towards parents as well so that parents enjoy the film because that is so true yeah but I mean but it's not necessarily over the heads of kids kids can still like they're not going to question what's going on oh Whereas yes so yeah. many of these like double entendre jokes will say why is everyone laughing or something like that yeah. that wasn't so this was just a reflection like kids are aware of this yeah of what's going on if the father is to stay at home and yeah that was very very well done the whole concept of she's out working and he's getting more and more diminished and he's just massive yeah. <laughs> so that was I actually preferred it to the first one on that basis because this, the first one there was so much setting up at the start before it got into the adventure whereas this you knew a lot of the background and it was all sorts happening yeah so I just it was a real roller coaster ride with cliche to say but it was it was just oh no but it was great and the baby was hilarious brilliant yeah they really went like they they actually made a character that they could do anything with yeah they really went all out these Absolutely ridiculous powers. Like he just multiplies himself out of nowhere, which was hilarious. You just see one power. You're just getting used to that. That he can turn into a devil. Yeah. You just see that's hilarious. And then suddenly, I love that. As he's going out into the little thing, and the father just looking in astonishment. There's five of them. <laughs> I love the whole fight with the raccoon. That was one of the best bits ever. It's just so brilliant. <laughs> the staring out and then through the glass, and then he just yeah. walks through the glass. <laughs> The raccoon is freaked. <laughs> oh, oh, it's no, just the, so, the so kids good. Him, yeah. the baby. Every time the baby would yay! <laughs> <laughs> no, the baby would laugh at, at situations that yeah. are going on. Like, just so yeah. brilliant. <laughs> really, really good. Yeah. Well, you, it was very predictable as in I knew from the start who were the bad guys. So did I. But I had the misfortune to hear a review the night before. Um, well, I, I was actually deliberately going to turn it off and just practically the very first line, they said something about one of the characters' names and how it was a hint. And I was going, oh, right. But at the same time, I'd say it would have worked today. Yeah, oh, I think from so. the start, yeah. Even John said, oh, I knew it was them. I said, really, John? I think everyone would know that was them. Maybe the kids, not so much, but anyway. <laughs> um, one thing that stood out for me, like I liked all the characters and they're all very 
believable like they're not just foils they're all characters like the woman who run who works with her brother and is in the background yeah um she came across really well as an interesting person in herself even though yeah of her, yeah that was Catherine Keener was playing her she yeah was, I didn't know anyone who was no, doing the voices. voices yeah and then I'm saying I checked it afterwards but the main character that I really want to see back the whole way like obviously I wanted a baby back the baby was funny in the first one apparently yeah. then she was really went over mad in this but I was dying to see the clothes designer Oh, I love her. She reminds me of my Aunt Lucy. Really? Yeah. The way she... Because my Aunt Lucy never had kids as well. Okay. And she's really like... She used to have that bob hair. Right. Now, my Aunt Lucy had cancer, so it was a wig at the time. And we still have that wig. And she used to wear the, the wig. And she used to wear glasses as well. And she used to walk and tell people what to do. It was great. <laughs> so I just... I just remember. But she got... Oh, darling. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was... The, the best thing was the baby imitating her when, when the dad went to pick them up. They were both walking around and he had the lollipop. It's great. But, but the fact that she was the only one who could cope with the baby. Yeah. Well. And she's like, ah, oh, it's so easy. <laughs> and that's Brad Bird himself does her, the director. Really? He does the voice of her. Oh, my God. So, like you see, he really puts his heart and soul into this film. <laughs> and it's just... Oh, I think he loves it. Oh, yeah. He probably absolutely loves the characters and everything. And was there a short before it for you as well? Yeah. And I'd say that's what Pixar do because certainly that short you could tell that's a student or something. Now, I don't mean a student, but I mean it's someone who's working there. They're launching. Yeah, it was it was the sheep. It was the sheep before the Incredibles. It was the birds before Nemo. Okay, got it now. <laughs> because okay. before every every Pixar film, there's a so short. short. Yeah, yeah. And which I think it's basically it's what the way they used to make films in the 30s and 40s. There'd always be a short beforehand, and the short was an up and coming director who would then, that's their training ground. And are clearly doing that in Pixar as well, because this was someone never heard of. Yeah, it was so sweet. It was really nice. I I really loved it. But it's just, it's the perfect start. (laughs) Now, the kids paid no attention to it. (laughs) They went after a few minutes, they're all just checking, no checking, no again, and throwing popcorn. (laughs) And then waiting for the Incredibles. And since they did, yeah! (laughs) (laughs) I loved, I loved in the short film, just talking about the short film really quickly, the whole, the way it all just developed. And at the, where, it got to a point where she didn't want him to go. And I just love that she ate him. As a way of saying, no! <laughs> and I just I remember just stopping and going, wow, that went dark very quickly. <laughs> well, it was all metaphor. Oh, yes, but absolutely. It was, yeah. it was very well done. It was a lo- I can't remember what it was called. It was some strange name. It was Zhao or Shao yeah, or something. Like it was about a Chinese woman yeah. and eating her dumpling, which... Is really a baby. Yeah. In her mind. We leave it at that. Yeah. Just go and see that. Yeah, go just go. go yeah, it's really, really short, nice. It's yeah. It's yeah. A perfect compliment. Like, yeah. it's completely different. Yeah. Even the animation is different. And then you're full on with The Incredibles, which is just wham bang hilarious. Yeah. And the, I just want to say that the, um, what's her name? Elastic Girl. Holly Hunter. Yeah. Really sexy. <laughs> <laughs> no like I really noticed I was like oh well that's very Kardashian kind of look. yeah it's very small little oh it's really skinny yeah but I mean, and that's... then a big bum yeah but that's and deliberately she... yeah. like the perfect hourglass figure yeah like, and I was still I was like, like is that humanly possible <laughs> <laughs> oh no it's not that's why Kim Kardashian does surgery okay uh, then <laughs> we won't be sponsored by them <laughs> oh no definitely not I would want to um, <laughs> okay so anyway but I loved have... I loved the other superheroes reflux I thought that was brilliant 
Which one was Reflux? He's the guy, the older one, the older superhero that was gathered with them as well. And he just said medical condition or superpower. Do you not remember? Oh, yeah. sorry, sorry. I'm, try- I'm trying to remember. Yes, because I got confused with the first one because there's so many other ones in that as well that were killed off by your man. But this is when they uh, recruit all these. Uh, yeah, yes. yeah. I just thought that was brilliant. Medical condition <laughs> or superpower. And your other man as well, when everything else got crushed, he says, can you undo this? Undo it? No one has ever asked me to undo this. Uncrush. Yeah, uncrush. <laughs> How was that even possible? Like, this is a waste of time. I'm just going to go around. It's just really brilliant. Yeah. Really good. Yeah, it's And it's two hours long. Yeah, but you don't it's, notice no, it. It's, it just zips along. In that everything is fast-paced, quick, but it's not over-frenetic. It's, I think it's perfect. Yeah, it's film. brilliant. Brilliant. So what are your marks? I should 10. Oh, 10. Is it for your film of the year, Benny? No, has? not All my right. film of the year. Oh, you don't. That'll only be revealed in November anyway. December. No, we, we did it in November. We always record it in November. Yeah, but we don't reveal that to the public out loud. They think that it's recorded on New Year's Eve. Anyway. New Year's Eve? Okay, did we release it? I, I think we released it in November. I can't remember. We, we The first one definitely. Well, my marks. Because I remember seeing Sully afterwards and saying, oh, that was a good, very good film. Okay. Well, we leave it there. Well, we won't leave it there because we have to go on to our um, recommendations, but our challenges. But I would give it four stars. Yeah, I yeah. Love, I, I love this. So very and it helped to see it with about five thousand screaming children, as it seemed. <laughs> so we will move on to the challenges. And next I, time, try and watch it with adults. It's actually fun as well oh, because everyone laughs. Yeah. Obviously, we're adults there. Yeah, but I mean, kids. like more adults. Anyway, go on. Okay, I'll do that for Incredibles three. When I'm 17. <laughs> uh, so we'll go on to challenge. Your challenge was to watch a film with Ben Affleck in it. Yes. So did you succeed in meeting the challenge and not getting sick? Oh, I did, but I stopped watching in the middle of it. Like I didn't stop watching as in st- like turned it off. I just got bored. So I was just on my phone most of it. <laughs> uh, Mick, I, I watched Li- Live by Night. Okay. I thought you might. <laughs> I just, oh God, you know, if it was any other person doing it, it's just, it annoys me that in so many ways, Ben Affleck loves himself. Um, and it annoys me to see him direct a film and star in it and make it about, like, make it so, it's so forced, like even the Irishness of it. Which is, well, it was Sienna Miller, wasn't it? I think I said that before. Yeah. And her accent was dreadful. Yeah. It was basically the Helena Bonham Carter one from Ocean's 8. Yeah. Flat accent, they all do. Yeah. We on about. What? Even I have a better Irish accent than that, Mrs. We on about. Is that it? Yeah. All right. No, no, that's not mine. That's that's hers. So that's That's hers. That's you imitating her doing an accent. Yeah. Okay. And then he was just so boring. I I, honestly, I wanted to punch him just by looking at him. I think he was badly miscast. (laughs) He's just wrong for that part. Yes. Uh, He just loves himself. This is the problem. He cast him because a lot of. He doesn't always cast himself. He didn't cast himself in Gone Baby Gone. I haven't seen that one. I don't know if I want to. That's his first film as a director. 
Well, obviously, I doubt he would cast himself the first film that he ever directed because it was it would just be like, oh, he really loves himself then. Everyone else has done it. Kevin Costner, Clint Eastwood, Mel Gibson, they all yeah, cast Kevin himself because they're the selling point. Yeah, but Kevin Costner had a very good script. So did Ben. I'm not disagreeing listen, I'm agreeing she'd live by night it's a very great disappointment Ben if, you're, uh, if you ever listen to this right I think you're a great director and actor Marina does not shall we leave it no, then no listen Ben right this, this is, this is Benji. me yeah this, no this is me talking straight to you right I don't really like your work now I just think that every film that you cast yourself in you're not very good. Sorry. Argo? Well, well yeah, Argo. okay. Exception of Argo. Mm-hmm. Um, because I actually didn't even know it was you. <laughs> and I didn't know you directed it. I remember just watching at the time, you know, oblivious to that. Um, did you enjoy the film? I did, actually, And did yeah. you enjoy his performance in it? I did, actually, Well, yes. there we go. <laughs> so just I'll swallow my pride to say that. Anything else? Just retire. No, he might. He might. Ben, I'm not giving up on you. I'm. I'm really. I'm not giving up on you. <laughs> How can you give up on someone you've never been remotely interested in, in the first place? <laughs> negatively. I'm not giving up on you. No, no, no. I'm not giving up hope. Yeah, I'm not giving up on Trump. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But Ben, you see, I, I feel like maybe one day he'll find. What he's meant to do, maybe, 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 Barbara, maybe assist director. You know, maybe, maybe give coffee to the crew. You know, but no, no, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm, I'm really joking. Now. Don't you know? <laughs> don't you know we're gonna meet him one day? And he's gonna listen to this, and that's that's gonna be it for our career in fucking Hollywood. <laughs> this is a this is how you're a great Like you're sucking up to the Odians and the IMC and Tree Player, but when it comes to major <laughs> film players and stars, ah, oh, yeah, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> anyway now listen I do like no, I, I don't hate Ben Affleck I have nothing against his work or anything like that I just don't he's one of the people that I just don't think is very good at what he does okay. I liked Argo but you every like, film I, like it's, it's not even I, I just suddenly turned against him and I'll never see anything no I'll see I watch films from him it's just everything I've seen so far I haven't really liked other oh, than wow. Argo yeah I didn't like Batman. I didn't like Live by Night. I didn't like Live by Night. Just seemed to me like he was very center of attention, and a lot of shots were like making him look good and stuff. We're really trying to get him, and you know, I just like okay, this is just I just can't see beyond this ego. Okay. So that was all. You know, I I I think you you can you have potential. He's not much younger than me. He's been in his career since he Who am I four. to tell him? No, who I am I? Yeah. Who am I to tell him? Yeah. <laughs> but I, uh, I'll, I'll emphasise that. Yeah. <laughs> who are you? To tell? Um, like You're I, going to give him another chance and watch some of his other work. I will. I will. Like I honestly liked, will. You liked him in The Accountant. I actually did. Then. I liked The Accountant. I liked him in The Accountant. I liked Argo. Liked him in Argo. Was there any other film that he did? I liked Good Will Hunting. Which he co-wrote. Yeah. So I mean, I do, I do like some of the stuff. Okay, okay. I'm just, I'm just really digging my own grave here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but don't worry, I'll dig you out when I end it yeah, all. Yeah. <laughs> so we just go. I like Ben Affleck. Yeah. <laughs> Will be what we heard. I think. My God, I never knew that. <laughs> anyway, backtracking. I do like some of his things, as I like Casey Affleck. I love Matt Damon, which is your best friend. Um, I defend him constantly. Yeah. Against people like you. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, what if I won't do anything to the podcast, but if I recommend a Ben Affleck film that you might like him in, which is Gone Baby Gone, no, no. No, like I want to watch, I want to watch Gone Girl. I want to read the book first, and I want to watch Gone Girl. Okay. And I'm hoping that you're going to be great in it, Ben. Maybe that'll turn my my thoughts well, around. I, I would also recommend a film called Chasing Amy. Okay. Um, which is a low budget indie film, and it's him and Jason Lee. Do you know Jason Lee? No. He did the voice of the villain in Incredibles One, which I found out after. He was also okay. In my name. He was also in My Name the Is The Ginger Herb. Lad. Yeah, but he's not Ginger. Oh, I know, but, but he's a very good comic actor. Um, but it's a very indie film movie by Kevin Smith, who's one of my favorite directors. And Ben Affleck has supported him a lot of the time. So I like him that way. OK, Ben, I'm going to give you another chance, right. mate. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, at some point, we'll just see, see, see your comeback from Chasing Amy yeah. and say, yeah, it's even worse Listen, than I thought. Listen, I came around for Woody Allen. You know, yeah, at the wrong time, <laughs> just as everyone else is turning against him. You know, he's not too bad. You see, I, I just like to do the opposite of what everyone else is doing. So keep ratting against, give it, digging against Ben Affleck and his career will soar. Yeah. <laughs> Shall we go to my challenge? Yes, please do. While we still have time and we can sit upright and function. So my challenge was to watch a film where the leading character is a black person. Yes. And I went for a film called Kidnap with Halle Berry. Okay. Because I said I wasn't going to go the obvious route of a man because I would go straight to Samuel L. Jackson or Denzel yeah. Washington. And I said, no, I just because I really like Halle Berry and I just haven't seen anything of her in a while. And this was on Netflix. It was released last year in America. And it's appalling. Oh. It's clearly straight to video release. Like I even read one review and they said, you may be shocked to see a, an Oscar winner of her stature as Halle Berry in this film because it's just it's real cheap schlock. Wow. It's basically the story of it is, is Halle Berry is a single mother who's with her son in a playground and he's kidnapped in the playground and she sees the person grab him. I think I've seen this no, she film. Was in, no, she was in another one about a kidnap. So, well, no, she wasn't the mother. She was just a phone expert in the police or something and follows them. But in this one, she sees the woman grab her child and bundle him into a car and she gives chase. And that's what the film is about, is her chasing after the kidnappers and battling with the kidnappers. So it's really, all, it's a one-woman film. It's nearly all just her. Which is a great idea, I think, in itself. But yeah, it's it so sounds like it, it could have potential. Yeah, but it, it is. Like, all the way through, I was watching it. Because when I saw it, I said, oh, I really want to say this. This is the sort of thing yeah. I love. Uh, but it's so contrived. Everything about it is so forced. Like, as she's running to get to her car, her phone falls out of her pocket. So at no point can she call for help. She's without a phone. Because you, say, because you would say, logically, of course she would ring someone or get something and say, no, she's stuck in the car and no, she can't because she can't give up the chase. Because she just happens to have just lost her phone at the most crucial time in her life. Yeah. So there's all this. And then as well, because just her, she keeps talking to her son's picture in the car. I'm going to get you, baby. Don't worry. I won't give up. I'll always be there. I'm your mother and I love you. And all this thing. Just to give her something to say so that we don't yeah. have a silent film. It's just so fake and contrived. And it's really annoying because you're just all the way says, this could really be good. Because there's some moments and they're yeah. really tense and exciting. And she is very good because yeah. she's a very good actress. Please oh, find in our description everything that we mentioned today that could have potential. So <laughs> ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. And this Heidi Berry, or Heidi Berry, Halle Berry film. Yes. Um, and the thing struck me, there's a Steven Spielberg's first film, a film called Duel, um, which is a TV movie. And it's about a truck, a trucker and a motorist on a highway. And it's a battle between them. 
uh, but you never see the trucker. And it's the hero is the motorist who's trying to get past him and then the trucker like tries to run him over and then signals for him it's safe to pass and he goes out straight into oncoming traffic and all this and it's really it's supposed to launch speed yeah. and that's clearly it's trying to copy that because it's the same one setting it's all on the highway whatever but it's just so bad like I mean they challenge themselves and then don't at any point try to meet the challenge just throw in all these contrivances and ridiculous setups coincidences just a massive amount of coincidences and then things don't make sense at one point the kidnappers roll down the window and put a knife to the child's throat telling her to go away because or they'll, they'll, cut, they'll kill the child so she has to give up so she slows down goes off to another lane and she just is apologising to the photograph I will find you eventually I will and you think right so now she's going to call into the police station to get help and then she's just there for it and then she says no I'm not giving up and carries on again and say okay so why won't they do the same thing again yeah. yeah. Like, why did they threaten her? No, but the, the next threat is they open the door and hold the child out that he might throw him out of the car. So she stops again and then says, no, I'm going after her. And there's, there's no explanation for all this happening. It's And then in the end, why did they abduct the child in the first place? You're wondering this all the time. Is it some major ransom thing? Whatever? Mm. No, they're just child abductors who are weird. It's It's... So sad to see someone like Halle Perry in this because she's such oh a good actor. Oh, my God. Well, I would say... Um, she might have same thing fallen for the concept because it is a good concept. We yeah, could do this. Yeah. So let's do something like that in the M50. No thanks. It'd be very quick. <laughs> we can do this a short M50. Oh, we're in the north side. Over. <laughs> so we'll wrap it up there. Um, so next week's Ben Affleck challenge is. We'll call the challenge the Ben Affleck yeah. challenge from now on. <laughs> we're going to have a slot in our show every day about a baby. And if we were on video, we just have a, a cut-out picture of Ben Affleck dum, 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 coming up to the screen. <laughs> I love Marina. <laughs> Those <laughs> rotation wasn't true. <laughs> ben Affleck. <laughs> okay, I like you, Ben. So, um, what are you going to challenge me for next week? Well, I was thinking to give you a challenge of a recent Spanish film that can't have it's not on Moldovar and it can't be with Salma Hayek or Penelope ah. Cruz or Antonio Banderas or anyone famous basically or Benicio or yeah none of those ones okay but it has to be a Spanish film recent so recent. let's just say from 2000 onwards up to now this century yeah Okay. I always say no, that and you're like, yeah, this century. Yeah, that's exactly what I mean. <laughs> okay. Um, well, my challenge to you is given that the recent um, rescue of the football, the teenage football team in Thailand, which was incredible. Yes, absolutely. Um, and Did you see your man use med- meditation to keep the, keep the kids calm? Really? Yeah, because he used to be a, um, a monk. Well, this is just I was, he didn't eat so that they could eat it's incredible the yeah. whole story of it is yeah. incredible yeah. and I mean all the time I was saying this is never going to work like it yeah. just seemed doomed but it was such an incredible miracle it happened yeah. but also what was crossed my mind is they're going to make a film of this oh, and yeah. they already are they're already there's two oh. scripts out there but I mean people were writing this while it was happening yeah. this will make a great film uh, which is, it's bound to like I mean yeah. there's going to be in the years time, like the so, tsunami thing yeah but that's my point is I want you to see a rescue film it a doesn't have to film. be a true story it could be any sort sort of film like um, I'm trying to think one The Martian would be one 
Okay, it could be fiction. Magic. Yeah, fiction. Or but like, it, about rescue. Where the whole okay. film is about rescuing someone or some people. Okay. So The Martian is an example. Um, the the recent one about the um, cave collapse. Or not the... The, where, the, the Miners. Yeah. Uh, Chile. So, Did you watch yeah, that film? No, I haven't seen it yet. I'm curious to see that. But I mean, Watch that, it. It's very good. We saw that. Thing. Like, that's the true one. Whereas the Martian is complete fiction. Yeah, yeah. So anything like, along those lines. Okay, sounds good. So interesting, interesting. Yeah. I think I challenged myself with that. <laughs> okay, well, we leave it there. And we'd like to dedicate this episode to Ben Affleck and all yes. his good works. You know, I'm actually... I beg his forgiveness. Oh, no, you're actually... Go on, go on. You're actually coming around <laughs> to him. No, I might just. But uh, listen, Ben, you have a long road to go, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you just, every time you saw you think you're just going to make it better and no you just make it far worse <laughs> no but it's like me telling Marie, him you're a lovely person Ben I believe it no I do oh, I do I believe nice. in you Ben I believe it's just no it's just everything I've seen until now hasn't really floated my boat that's Apart all from Argo yes and the accountant and Goodwill Hunting yeah so you're just judging on Batman and now Live By Night um, Batman because it's Batman really and it's personal problem. life okay so we leave it there I've been Mick Jordan <laughs> just just delete let's just do this all again <laughs> hello and welcome to Spoilerama <laughs> we'll have a very quick one minute episode this week okay I've been Mick Jordan and I've been Marina Gorski woohoo <laughs>